0: So I'd like for you to go with me to the book of 2 Corinthians, and I'm going to read from chapter 9. And I want to read from the Amplified Classic, and the reason why I want to read from Amplified Classic is because it comes out a bit louder. I want to read from verse 6. It says, remember this. And I say, you know, what the Lord tells us to remember, we must Remember. I think there's a problem of people forgetting what the Lord says to remember. If your boss tells you to write this thing down, the reason it does is because it is important. You are in a board meeting or you're in a staff meeting and your boss says, what I'm about to tell you is very important. You must not forget it. I believe what? An intelligent person will do is to get his pen and paper and begin to write. Because you don't want to be asked a month later if you've done it and you say, no, I haven't done it. Why didn't you do it? Because I forgot. When God says remember, it's important that we remember. Come on now, say amen. Amen. It's so important when the Bible says remember this. The reason why the Bible says remember this is because this is vital. This is so important. You need it. And if you forget it, you're going to miss out. So when God says, remember something, you've got to write it down. And sometimes you've got to just take what we call a mental note of what God is saying you should remember. But because this is the word of God, you've got to accept this and receive this in your spirit man. Because the moment you do in your spirit man, you'll never lose it. Come on now, say amen. amen. And the reason why it seems like we preach from the same place over and over again is because repetition brings revelation. The more we preach along these lines, the more people catch it. You must never come to this place with the mentality, I've heard it before. Because if you think you heard it before, you're going to miss out. No, you've got to keep hearing. They say the average man has to hear something 11 times before he gets it. So keep hearing it. Because the more we preach it, the more it rises up on the inside of you. The more we preach it, the more you understand it. The more we preach it, the more you grab it. That's what the Bible says here. Paul writing, he says, remember. Everyone say remember. remember. Remember this. What should we remember, Paul? He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously that blessings may come to someone will also reap generously and with blessings. What we see here is your attitude and the size of what you give. Everyone say attitude. attitude. Notice it says, He who sows how? Sparingly. Sparingly. Right? Will also reap how? Sparingly. Sparingly. But notice it says, He who sows grudgingly. So we understand there is size and there is attitude. Everyone say size. size. Say attitude. The size is important, and so is your attitude. I don't care how big your gift is. I don't care how big your offering is. I don't care how huge your tithe is. If you have a bad attitude, you've got no reward coming. Whenever you give, you must give with the right attitude. And I'm not just talking about having a big smile on your face. Because that's not the only attitude we have when we give. There's got to be the attitude of faith. Come on, our faith is an attitude. I trust the Lord. I believe that I'm giving into the right course. I'm giving into the right purpose. I'm giving into the right thing. And I know that as I give to the Lord today, the Lord will bless and increase me. That is faith. What are you giving into an offering today in the church, or what are you giving to someone personally? You've got to understand that whatever you do, you must do it as unto the Lord. That is faith. That is the right attitude. Because when you think you're doing it to men, you're going to expect men to bless you. But when you realize that what I'm doing, I'm doing it as as if I'm doing it to the Lord, then the Lord will bless you. That's the right attitude. Everyone says attitude. attitude. Everyone says size. size. Now your attitude must be right and the size must be right. The size is important. You don't want to just have the right attitude with the wrong size. And now when we talk about size, we're talking about in proportion to what God has blessed you with. Has God blessed anyone here? Yes. Come on now, if God has blessed you, say amen. Amen. Yes. What has He given you? What has He blessed you with? God's not a waiter in a restaurant because people have the mentality of tipping God. You don't tip God, you're giving an offering, not tipping God. Come on, say amen. <laughs> In America, I believe they have a certain percentage that they, they give to uh, restaurant waiters. Correct, the certain percentage. Here, I don't think we have any. We just give whatever we want. Right? In some places here, not everywhere. So here we go. We eat. We do. Give, give whatever we want. Right? But you can't have that mentality when you come to church. I give God like I'm giving to a waiter in a restaurant. When you give to God, you give to God generously. Everyone say generously. <laughs> when you give to God, you give to God with the right attitude. That is so very important. Paul said, remember this. Remember this. This is, this is so important. This, I'm, I'm telling you, he's actually putting an emphasis on this. Remember this. He was so sparingly and grudgingly. My God, some people, they give with a bad attitude. I've heard people say, all he wants is my money. All the pastor wants is my money. All that the church wants is my money. No wonder they preach about money, 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 money. But listen, I've never said anything about money here. In actual fact, I haven't even used the word money here. I've just been talking about giving. Because giving, we must understand what giving truly is. Giving must not be zeroed down to money only. Everything we do in life is giving. Every single thing. I tell you, don't you even realize that you've been giving today. I say you've been giving. You've been giving into your life today. You've been giving into your future today. You've been giving into the Spirit today. You've been worshipping this morning. You've been sowing seeds into the realm of the Spirit. And the Bible says, from the Spirit, you shall reap eternal life. Come come on now, say amen. Amen. When you leave this place today, you're going to continue giving. Giving never stops. And for those who do not give physically, those who do not give material things they are still giving. What are they giving? They are giving nothing. I hope someone gets that. That just flew over some people's head. For those that are not giving material stuff, they are still giving. What are they giving? They are giving nothing. And those who give nothing are going to get what? Exactly. So what are you... Listen, you've got to understand, we all give. Everyone here gives. You're going to give something? When you hold back, you're still giving. Yeah, this is good. You've got to know this. When you hold back, you're still giving. You hold back from yourself. You rob yourself. You, you hinder yourself. But today, I encourage you to give Generously. Give with the right attitude. The Bible says that blessings may come to someone. Every time we're giving to the ministry, we've got to understand we're giving to a ministry that's reaching the nations. You're giving to a ministry that's reaching the nations, you are being a blessing to the nations. Don't, don't ever look at your $100 as a $100. Don't ever look at your one dollar as just one dollar. Don't ever look at your hundred lira as just a hundred lira. Your hundred lira can reach a nation. Yes. Amen. Come on now. Your hundred dollars can reach a nation. Your hundred dollars can actually reach the nations of the world. Amen. There are people watching this broadcast right now from different parts of the world. As we are giving, we are empowering the ministry to stay on the cutting edge and reaching nations. And many are being touched, and many are being saved and delivered. And for everyone that is touched and saved and delivered, guess what? It comes to your account. Come on now, say it comes. It comes back to your account. Praise God. So we're giving to be a blessing. Everyone say, I'm giving. giving. To 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 be a blessing. To be a blessing to the nations. That's very important. Nations are being blessed. The preaching of the gospel is what blesses the nations. And when we give, we empower the ministry to preach the gospel and reach the nations. And as nations are reached, the harvest comes. The harvest. What's the harvest? The harvest of souls. That's 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 the harvest. That is the harvest. Yeah, God will cause people to bless you. Yes, God will favor you. Yes, God will open up new doors of opportunities to you. Yes, I understand that. Yes, your business will go to a whole new place. But I guarantee you, the harvest, the harvest is people. Come on now. The harvest is people. And when when you see a ministry that's reaching people, souls, that's the ministry to give into. Nowhere does God say, go into the world and make money. No, He says, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. That's what we've been sent to do. That is the commission that's been given to the church. And everyone needs to rise up and take their place. This is not for a few people. This is not for your pastor. Alone, this is not exclusive to those calling to the fivefold ministry. Everyone needs to be part of the harvest. Bringing in the harvest because we live in the last days and the harvest has got to come in. Come on now. Everyone needs to participate in bringing in the harvest because we live in the last seconds of the last days. And God wants the harvest to come in. And everyone needs to be involved. Come on now. Some of us will pack out stadiums. Some of us will pack out auditoriums. Some of us will conduct conferences. But some will send those that con- conduct conferences and pack out stadiums by giving into what God is doing through their lives and ministry. And let me tell you, there are some that walk behind the scenes. But when it's all said and done, God shall adequately reward you for what you've done for the kingdom of God. Amen. Come on now, say amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Remember this. You're giving into the gospel. You're giving for souls. This, this, is not, this is not designed, like I've said over and over again, this is not designed to just make you rich. No, no. This is not primarily designed to make you rich. No, because we are enriched already. Amen. I think this has been so misused so misused, this whole, this whole message on tithe and offering and giving has been so misused. And instead of helping people see the reason why we give, people now see the wrong reasons. Want to drive a car, want to leave by the bus for us. There's nothing wrong in that, but you've got to understand everything on earth has been given to us. God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The people and they that dwell in it. Amen. And the earth God's giving to man. Amen. Come on now, say amen. 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 You are blessed already. You're you not giving to be blessed. You are blessed. That's why you're giving. Amen. And this is what I've been trying to communicate. This is what I want each of you to grab. This is what I want you to understand. You are not giving to be blessed. You are giving because you are blessed. Amen. Come on now, say Amen. amen. You're not giving to be blessed. You are blessed. My God. Am I in the river here? You are giving because you are blessed. Don't don't let no one lie to you. We are give to be blessed. No, you don't give to be blessed. You give because you are blessed. You know why we give? The main reason we give is because of the harvest. And don't forget, I said the harvest is people. The harvest is souls. Our giving must come back to the gospel. Period. And and based on the gift and ability and grace that God has given to each of us, as we apply the gift and the grace and the ability God has given to us, we, we begin to see financial increase in our personal lives. Are you listening now? And as we see increase in our personal lives, we understand that we are not all at the same level financially. Is that correct? Is that true? But you give in proportion to what God's given you. You give in proportion to what you make. You give in proportion to what comes in. But you're not giving to be blessed. You are blessed. It is the blessing of the Lord... That makes one rich. And anyone who is born again in this place is a carrier of the blessing of God. It is the blessing, not the money. It is the blessing, not the pair of shoes. It is the blessing, not the suit you give. It is the blessing, not your business. It is the blessing, not your boss. It is a blessing, not what you give. Is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, yes. and He adds no sorrow with it. That one said, the blessing. "The blessing." See, this is what makes us rich. This is what empowers us. This is what enables us. The blessing, and everyone that's born again is a carrier of the blessing. Come on, now say it with me. I carry the blessing. Yeah, you carry the blessing. It's upon you. It's upon you. It's within you. Come on now, say amen. Amen. And when you begin to approach this message and this subject from this perspective, then you see how it changes everything. The lie is give a thousand, ten thousand comes in. Give ten thousand, a hundred thousand comes in. I'm not against seed time and harvest. What I'm saying to you is this. It is not the money, it is the blessing. It is what? The blessing that makes rich. Praise God. Come on now, say amen. Amen. Come on, I'll say, amen. amen. Come on, I'll say, Amen. amen. Come on, say, amen. amen. Is anyone here blessed? Yes. Anyone here blessed or amen. is there anyone here looking for the blessing? We're not looking for the blessing. We are blessed. I see the blessing on you. 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 Blessing on you. It's on you. Come on now. The blessing is on you. The blessing is definitely on you. (laughs) It's on you. It's on you. It's on you. The blessing is on all of you. You know what? I'm just trying to open your eyes today to show you that you're blessed. Irene, the blessing is on you. When you came, you came with the blessing on you. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, if you believe the blessing is on you, give the Lord a big shout of hallelujah. But our, our giving in faith, Our giving in obedience activates the blessing. Now you see. Your giving does not bring the blessing. The blessing is there already. But your giving activates it. Anyone ready to activate the blessing? Oh, yeah, that's why. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how it works. Don't be weary in well-doing. For you shall reap if you don't faint. So your giving is going to activate the blessing. But the blessing is on you already. You're not giving for the blessing to come upon you. The blessing came upon you when you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, the Son of God. That was the day the blessing came upon you and came on the inside of you. You are blessed. To be a blessing. Yes. But as you give, you activate the blessing on the inside. Yes. Praise God. Yes. So Paul writes and says, Remember, I want to remember this. Remember. He was so sparingly and grudgingly will also read sparingly and grudgingly, and he was so generously that blessings, blessings, I want to say blessings. Yes. <laughs> If you notice, it does not say the blessing. It says blessings. The blessing will produce blessings. The blessing will produce blessings. The blessing will produce blessings. produce Blessings. blessings. It is the blessing that causes people to favor you. Amen. It, yeah, it, is, <laughs> it is the blessing that makes people roll out red carpet when you walk into the place. It is the blessing that causes people to say, I don't know why I'm doing this for you, but I just have to do it. Amen. My God, it, it is the ha <laughs> huh, it is the blessing. It is the blessing. It is a blessing that will cause you to go to a place where others have gone to and they're being denied. But when you get there, they'll say yes to you. It, it, is, the, it is the blessing that will cause them to bring your file from underneath and put your file on top. The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. It's, it's in you. It's upon you. Everywhere you go, you carry the blessing. Everywhere you walk into, the blessing walks in with you. Every door you step through, the blessing steps through. Everywhere you go and you open your mouth and begin to speak, the blessing begins to speak on your behalf. The blessing of God begins to touch the hearts of those that you're speaking to. And they cannot say no. They cannot resist you. They have to say yes. Because when God opens the door, no one can shut the door. When God says yes, no one can say no when god lifts you up no one can bring you down and i'm here to tell you this morning god is on your side favor is on your side the blessing is on your side grace is on your side wisdom is on your side the goodness of god is on your side everywhere you go dust are gonna swing open People are not going to be able to resist you because of the blessing of God that you carry upon your life. And if you are a carrier of the blessing of God, it is impossible to fail. Everywhere you go, you will succeed. The Lord will open unto you his good treasure. Come on now, the rain to bless your land. You are like a tree planted by the river of waters, bringing forth your fruit in your season. Your leaves shall not fade. Whatever you do shall prosper. Come on now, give the Lord a big shout of praise. Ah, Glory to God. Yay. (laughs) Come on, give the Lord praise in the house this morning. Give the Lord glory. Give the Lord praise. Give him praise, give him praise, give him glory. That's the reason why I preach a lot against the curse. Because it is not possible for you to have the blessing and the cursing upon your life at the same time. When God has blessed you, no man can curse you. When God has blessed you, no demon can curse you. When the hand of the Lord is upon your life, it is not possible for devils to touch you. It is not possible for witches and wizards to put your hands upon you. Why? Because the hand of the Lord is upon you. And when God is with you, no one can be against you. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. All the nonsense that people talk about, but Pastor Godwell, there is a curse upon my life. Pastor Godwell, my uncle in the village, he is a wizard. He put a curse upon me. Pastor Godwell, my auntie, my auntie is a witch. There can be witches and wizards all they want. You can curse me. You can curse me. You can curse me. You can curse the man that God has blessed. Your hand, your hand can't even touch me. There is a wall of fire. There is there is a wall of fire, sir. The Bible says, the Bible says that you shall be surrounded with favor, as with a shield. Come on now. I have the favor of God around me. You have the favor of God around you. And so no one can curse you. No one. Romans 8, Romans said the Bible says, and if God be for us, who? 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 Says, tell someone who? <laughs> who? Who can be against us? I look up to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow my foot to be moved. He that keeps me does not slumber. Behold, he that keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade at my right hand. The sun will not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will preserve my going out and my coming in from this time forth and for. Evermore, come on, lift a voice and give God all the glory, all the praise, all the honor in this house. Come on, now say amen. Glory! Come on, give the Lord a big shout of hallelujah. I cannot hear you, give the Lord a big shout of hallelujah. Come on, praise the name of the Lord, give Him praise, give Him glory. Blessed be the name of God. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come up against me to eat of my flesh, they will stumble and fall. Though war may rise against me, my heart shall not fear. Though a host may encamp against me, even in this will I be confident. One thing about the desire of the Lord and that our sake that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my behold beholding his glory. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in his secret place. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies, round about me. And I shall offer sacrifices of praise in his tabernacle. Yes, I will praise the Lord. Do I have anyone in the house this morning that want to praise the Lord? Then praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Ha! I'm preaching better than you are responding this Sunday morning. Come on! Give God praise. Come on! Give God glory. Ha! 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 Hallelujah! Ha! Ha! I like to walk with the psalms sometimes. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, his delight... Does anyone delight in God this morning? But his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law doth he meditate day and night. Notice it says, and he shall be like a tree. Come on, is there anyone like a tree this morning? Come on, let me see your leaves. Let me see, let me see your leaves. Let me see your branches. He shall be like a tree planted. Planted. Let me see those branches again. Let me see those branches. Come on. Flap them. Flap those branches. Let me see those leaves. Those leaves that do not wither. Those leaves that do not fade. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. The Bible says, yeah, if you want to clap, clap well then. (laughs) Glory to God. He shall be like a tree. Planted. the river no wonder this church is called the river like a tree everyone here that's connected to this church everyone connected to this ministry is like a tree planted planted those that are planted in the house of the Lord they shall flourish in the courts of our God we are like trees planted planted by the you don't even understand that as we come here. Withdraw strength. From the river, withdraw we'll nutrients from the river, withdraw we'll ability from the river, withdraw we'll grace from the river, withdraw we'll power from the river, withdraw we'll favor from the river, withdraw we'll the anointing from the river. Come on, all we need withdraw we'll from the river. They shall be like a tree planted by the river. River, river. That's a river that flows from the throne of God and it makes glad the city of God. Glory. Come on, someone say, glory. glory. He shall be like a tree. Notice it does not say he shall be like a shrub. We're not shrubs. Go find shrubs in the desert. We're by the river. I said, We are by the river. I said, we are, let me say like African, we are like by the river. Yeah. We are by the river. Who, who is in the river? Who, who's, who's in the river? Who's, who's still testing the waters? Let me see. Don't, don't test the waters. Don't dip your feet. Dive in. Jump in. Swim. Butterfly swim. Backstroke. All kinds of swim. Just do everything in the river. Be totally submerged. Be immersed. Marinated. Come on now, say amen. Amen. Completely covered. This section. Be covered in the river this morning. Submerged in the river this morning. Totally immersed in the river. Come on now, say amen. Amen. He shall be like a tree planted by the river of waters. Bringing forth. Is fruit in its season? Bringing forth, come on, man. I, I'm I'm a fruit inspector. I mean, in, you know, right? Yeah. I'm an inspector. I said it. She said, "Yes, you are." Yeah, I am a fruit inspector. I'm inspecting. I'm I'm inspecting the fruit. I want to see the fruit. When, when someone says, my God is good, I check you out. See how good your God is. Is it good? Yes. I check you out. Check you out. How good is your God? How good is, how good is your God? I check you out. Is it good? Is it, is it good? Because if your God is good, and if you're connected to this good God, you'll be bearing fruit. Yeah. You're not, you're not going like huh? to look like a shrub. You're not going to look like a shrub. You're going to look like a tree. Planted. Planted. I tell people to plant in a church. Some people are <coughs> church hoppers. They hop from church to church to church. Like they go to the supermarket. <laughs> like a tree. Like a tree. I'm stuck on that one now. Like a tree. Like a tree Bringing forth its fruit in a season. Whose leaves does not fade. And whatever he does. Prospers. Whatever he does. Prospers. Whatever he does. Prospers. Pastor God will, this whole prosperity message is a gimmick, it's a game. I didn't write it. Why are you making troubles with me? It's the word of God. God says, You prosper. You prosper in every field of life. Whatever you lay your hands upon to do will prosper, whatever you set your hands upon to do will increase. Come on now, God wants each of you to increase. God does not want you scraping the bottom of the barrel. Some cases, the barrel is even on top of some people. But I prophesy over you today that you will prosper. You will not leave this place the same way as you have come. I declare in the name that's above every name that prosperity is upon you. You will succeed. You will do well. Everything you set your hands upon to do will turn to gold. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you receive it, say, I receive it. Beloved, I pray above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It's the will of God. It was never man's idea. Never. I can take you back to the creation. I show you Adam. That Adam was not in a shabby, shabby house. He was definitely not living let me not even say <laughs> Adam lives in the best place in town. No, come on now. Don't look at me that way. I'm preaching the truth. This is the word of God. Yes, sin came and messed things up. But Jesus came and restored things back. Come on now, say amen. Yes, the devil came and he messed up the thing that God has given to man... But the last Adam came and he restored back to man... That which Adam gave to the devil. And I can guarantee you today, man has been glorified. Man has been lifted up to the level of God. We share the same DNA as God. We carry God's DNA on the inside of us. We carry the nature of Almighty God. If God can do it, we can do it in Jesus' name. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, The works that I do, shall you do also. And even greater works be... Because I go to my father. What he did, we can do. And we have been called to do the works of Jesus. And that is the reason why he has left us upon the earth. To do the works of Jesus. And we must do the works of Jesus. We must do that which Jesus did. We must set the captives free. We must open the eyes of the blind. We must heal the sick. We must raise the dead. All that Jesus did, we can do. He fed 5,000 with only 5 loaves of bread and 2 fish, we can feed 5,000 with just a little. Because when you take your little and put it in the hands of Almighty God, He multiplies your little. And your little will feed a nation. Your little will feed a continent. Your little will feed the entire world. If you believe it, then give the Lord a big shout of Hallelujah! Hey! Glory to God! My, 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 my. Something is happening here today. Ha! Glory! My God! Ha! Yay! Glory, 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 glory. Woo! My God. I thought to myself, I was just going to do a brief offering message. My God, don't, don't get me saying I'll do a brief offering message because it never happens. Because I told you, the anointing kicks in and when it kicks in, you just flow with Would You just flow with that. I'm riding a wave right now. Come on now, ride this wave with me. Come on now. I say, ride. Ride this wave. Ride this wave. Ride this wave. Something is happening on the inside of somebody in this place. I said, something is happening on the inside. Somebody is breaking through. Somebody is breaking forth. Something is expanding on the inside of some people here this morning. I'm telling you, God's about to do the things that you've been dreaming about. God's about to take you to the places you never thought you would ever get to. God's about to do something amazing in your life. A 180 degree turnaround is coming to somebody in the house this morning. And if I'm speaking to you, then say, I receive it. Glory to God! Who glory. Glory, glory? glory, 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 glory! Ah, glory, 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 glory! glory. Hallelujah. hallelujah! I said Hallelujah! hallelujah. I said Hallelujah! I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord praise. Give the Lord glory in the house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if I've been preaching to you, but I can tell you I've been preaching to myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't believe don't believe the religious lie. No good father wants their kid in object poverty. No good parent wants their kid suffering through life. And my God is not a child abuser. He takes care of his own. In Luke chapter 10, he called the 70 to himself, and the Bible says he sent them two by two. And he said, Go. Enrich people. Take no purse. Don't take an extra coat. The Bible said they came back and they said, Lord, we are amazed that demons were subject to us in your name. He said, that's nothing. That is, that is nothing. I see Satan fall as lightning. Don't be amazed that demons are subject to you in my name. But rather, rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. And then he reminds them, sometime later, he said, when I sent you without a purse, did you like? They said, no, we like nothing. When I, when I sent you, did you lack? They said, no, Lord, we did not like anything. Can I tell you? If the Lord sent you, the Lord will provide. Amen. Where the Lord leads, the Lord provides. Amen. Where the Lord leads, the Lord makes a way. Where, huh, where the Lord leads, the Lord protects. Did you lack? No, Lord, we didn't lack nothing. This ministry has never known lack. This church has never known lack. We can stand here today by the grace of God, my wife and I, and we can say we owe no man anything. Zip debt. And you that's connected to this place, the same grace that's upon this place, is upon your life. Amen. The same grace. The same grace. The same grace. God's unmerited favor. That you pay nothing for. You don't give for grace. Pastor, I want to sow a special seed for the grace on your life. No. Don't sow no seed for any grace. Grace is free. Amen. <laughs> you start giving for grace, then it's not grace. That's why I've been saying you are blessed already. Amen. You're not giving to be blessed. You are giving because you are blessed. See, there's coming a paradigm shift. 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 There's coming a change in the way we think. So many are being religiously brainwashed, but I'm here to brainwash you with the truth. Amen. That's what I'm doing. I've been brainwashing you. Didn't know that? With the truth. With the truth. Tell someone I give, I give because I'm loaded. <laughs> Tell someone else I give, I give because I am able. Oh, yeah. Tell someone I, I lack nothing. I'm, I'm abundantly supplied. Come on, say it like you mean it I'm abundantly supplied. Look at verse seven. My God, I'm, I was in verse six all this time. <laughs> for the last, <laughs> for the last 40 minutes, I've been in just in verse six. My God? Verse six for 40 minutes. I just read verse six. Remember this. He will so sparingly and grudgingly will reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he will so sp- generously that blessings may come to someone will also reap generously and with we'll blessing. I've been on that for the last 50 minutes. That's interesting. So let's go to verse 7. Let's see how long I'll go with verse 7. <laughs> ha, ha ha. Verse 7. Let each one give. As he has made up his own mind. As he has made up his own mind. I I can't make up your mind for you. I can't make up your mind. You make up your own mind. I have to make up my own mind. You make up your own mind. You've got to make up your mind. Praise God. Let each one give us, he has made up his own mind and, and, and purpose in his heart. Not reluctantly or sorrowfully. <laughs> sorrowfully, my God, people are <laughs> I'm so full of sorrow giving this money. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm so full of sorrow. I'm so full of sorrow giving this thing. It's too much. I can't give it. Oh, you can give it. Not not what? Not reluctantly. Not sorrowfully. Not under compulsion. Because, see, we don't put pressure on anybody. One thing I learned is to put pressure on the Word of God. I pressure the Word of God and the Word of God alone. Pressure nobody. Pressure nobody. Games and gimmicks that's played today to get people to give. No, we've got to teach the Word, and when people hear the Word, and if they have the fear of God... If they love the Lord and they understand what this is about, they will, they will give. They will give. We've, we, by the grace of God, we've raised up givers in this place. Come on now, say amen. amen. We've, raised up, we've raised up givers in this house. We have people that love to give. We have people that love to I told you on Wednesday, I know someone who lives on 50%. My wife wasn't here, she was busy on Wednesday, but I told a story. She tithes whatever comes into her hand, she tithes 40%. Is that 40%? 40. While people are tripping on 10%, my wife's giving 40%. Whatever Whatever comes in, she gives 40%. I'm proud of my wife. The amazing thing is she didn't even consult with me before she made that commitment. <laughs> and then she comes to me and say, "Is it okay? But you have already made the commitment. What do you don't put me into trouble with God now? <laughs> Should I do it? Is it okay? If you say no, I'll stop. No, I'm not going to say no because if I say no, <laughs> I won't forgive myself." <laughs> No, do it. Because we resolved in our hearts, we can't outgive God. Period. We know it. We cannot outgive God. There's nothing you give to God that's too much. He that spared not his own son, but freely gave him up for us all. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? So what God gives is always given freely. No strings attached. No strings attached. Let his mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and despised the shame. He saw the joy set before him. You were, you were the joy. I said, you were the joy. When he knelt in the Garden of Gethsemane and he said, Father, let this cup pass over me. Nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. But while he knelt there and went in there and prayed three times in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Garden of Crushing, he was crushed. But he looked ahead, 2,000 years ahead, and he saw you, and he saw me, and he saw believers on the face of the earth today, and he said, I'll do it. I'll go, I'll pay the price, and I'll set each of them free, and the power of the devil will be broken off of humanity forever. Yeah. For the joy that was set before him, he gave freely. He gave freely. So I know people who have that same mentality. They have that same mentality. They've made up their minds. Jesus had to make up his mind. Let each one give as he has made up his mind. Not out of compulsion. Not out of necessity. But doing it with a mind that is made up. Doing it with a heart that's made up. I will do it. And I can tell you, there are some giving that will stretch you. And that giving For sure, stretched Jesus. But when you are stretched, the harvest is big. You know, some people just want to do what's, some people just like to do what's comfortable. But let me tell you what your comfort zone is. I define your comfort zone as your last place of victory. Your comfort zone is your last place of victory. You stepped into that place and you stayed there. It's been your comfort zone for the last five years. It's been your comfort zone for the last ten years. You've not moved on. Because if you keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result, it is defined as insanity. To do something different... You've got to stretch yourself. To do something different and to go to a whole new place, you've got to make up your mind. You've got to resolve in your heart. And you say, I will do it, no matter what it will cost me. And I can guarantee you, when you do it to the glory of God, God will always come through for you. I said, God will always, always, always. Peter said, Lord, is it you walking on the waters Jesus said, yes, it is I. Peter said, if it is you, then bid me to come to you on the waters. And Jesus said, come. And Peter stepped out of the boat and began to walk on the water of the supernatural. For you to do what you've never done. You've got to stretch yourself. You've got to step out in faith. You've got to do what you've never done. You've got to do what others are panicking to do. You step out. Others were in the boat. Peter said, no, I'm not going to stay in the boat. I'm going to walk on the water like Jesus is walking on the water. And he stepped out of the boat and he began to walk. You've got to make up your mind that I want to do this. And if you make up your mind, you're going to do it. And you put your heart into it. God's going to come through. And my God, Peter stepped out of the boat and realized, wow. The water is not supposed to be a base. But in this case, it became a base. But I can guarantee you, it was not the water that held Peter. It was the word. Jesus said, come, come. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That's the key. 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 That, one time the Lord said to me, give a thousand dollars. That was a key. And that, that was just, that's just one instance. I, I've been told to give some things. That's just one instance. But give it, give a it thousand Give it. So I know I know some generous people. At one time in my life, I lived on forty. I lived on sixty percent. I gave forty because I was. listening listened to Pastor Corey the day he said this. These words and those words hit me so hard. He said, "Your tithe is above your offering." I'm sorry. Your tithe is ten percent. Of your gross income, right? And when he said that, and he talked about the offering, and it hit me, and I made up my mind that day, I said from that day, that was I was gonna leave on sixty percent and I was gonna give forty percent. And I did, and I did. Some people leave on ten percent, some people leave on 40%. 30%. Praise God. And listen, people can get upset all the one. Can foam in the mouth all the one. Oh, we are giving all that money. <laughs> like the woman who came and broke the alabaster box of precious perfume and poured it on the head of Jesus yeah. And, yeah. and Judas and a few other people said, What is this waste? Amen. Oh, yeah. When they see people who give generously and they give extravagantly, they'll complain. They'll say it's a waste. But what you call a waste, Jesus calls worship. What is this waste? What is this waste? Giving all those things to Jesus. If we had sold this perfume, and give the money to the poor. Was he thinking about the poor? No. no, he wasn't. He was the one who held the many. He was the treasurer. Judas Iscariot. Today no one wants to be called Judas Iscariot. <laughs> Every, <laughs> everyone wants to be called Peter and John and Paul. James. Timothy, no one has ever brought me a new baby and said, Pastor God, dedicate my baby and I want him to be called Judas Iscariot. No one has ever, I've been, all the babies I've dedicated, no one has ever said, Pastor God, Judas Iscariot is the name of this child. Why? Why? Why do you guys, why do you guys treat him this, this bad? No one I've I've never seen no one carrying. No one has ever said this is Judas's carrot. <laughs> I hear James, Peter, John, Joseph, Mary, yeah, Mary Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Judas? <laughs> there are names people don't even want to be associated with Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> Jezebel. No. Mm. That's dangerous. Jezebel. <laughs> Nobody wants these names, right? Yeah. Barnabas. Barnabas. <laughs> 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 Someone said <"L-> Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus comforts. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh. But you see, Judas was not interested in giving money to the poor. No, he was interested in helping himself. He had his own ministry. And the name of his ministry is Help Myself Ministries International. He was dipping into the purse, into the money bag, and he was taking care of his personal troubles. Why all this waste? Stingy people will complain. <laughs> all these years in this church, I've seen those who complain about giving are the, are the religious, stingy thieves. Akijina, <laughs> <laughs> you know, religious, stingy thieves. Religious, stingy, thieves. They get very upset. But I know why they're upset. It's the demon inside. <laughs> and there are two ways you cast a demon out. Call, call the person up and lay your hands on them and tell the devil to come out. And that's if they are willing to be free. But you see, if they are not willing to be free, you can say, come out all you want. The devil is not going to come out. Because they want to keep their demon. Sometimes you look at some Christians, you want to say, come out of that demon in Jesus' name. Because they, <laughs> they, <seem> to, to, <laughs> they, they seem to be the ones possessing the demons. <laughs> and so when I see people like that, and I say, and I say come out of the demon. I didn't want to let the demon go. I, I switch over to the second way of casting a demon out of a church. I turn up the heat of the word. And you see, the same thing that infuriates them is the same thing I'm going I'm to preach. Preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it. I turn the heat on. And when the fire begins to burn, all the rats and cockroaches begin to run. <laughs> 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 so you know what? It gets too hot. And they have no option than to leave the church. So when they leave the church, they leave with their demons. I've used one stone to kill two birds. That's one of the ways to cast demons out. Come on, someone say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. My my French people would say amen. In the back, say amen. amen. Congolese, amen. I learned from the Congolese. I say amen, they say amen. (laughs) Amen. There is an E at the end of the amen. 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 (laughs) Congolese say amen. Amen. Ah, yes. I've known these guys for for many years. (laughs) Make up your mind. It says here. For God loves. Everyone say God loves. God loves. Wow. God loves. God takes pleasure in prizes above other things. And is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous prompt. Now, t- take note of the, the, the next thing here. Prompt to do it. Prompt to do it. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Now, what I've been emphasizing with regards to to giving is this. It is about the condition of your heart. Please, I beg you, don't ever look at the message today and think to yourself, he's just preaching on giving, giving today. No, I'm preaching about the condition of your heart. This message is designed primarily to change your heart. That's what it's about. This is not about amassing stuff. For the life of a man does not consist in the abundance of the things that he has. Good teacher, what must I do to have eternal life? Go sell everything you have. Give the money to the poor and come and follow me. It's all about your heart. It's all about your heart. So whenever you hear me preach on giving, you've got to understand I'm touching your heart. I'm touching the most important area of your life. It is your heart. Don't stop thinking dollars now. Don't stop thinking lira now. Don't stop thinking pounds sterling now. Don't stop thinking euros. My God, some people there is a dollar sign in their eyes. Don't think dollars now. Come on, I'm touching your heart. This message is about the state of your heart. I told you when they when they stopped singing and playing music, I said worship does not end when we stop playing music. Everything we do is worship. Everything we do is worship. We are here to worship. Can someone shout amen? amen? God loves a prompt to do it, giver. Prompt. Quick. Obey God quickly. Don't make excuses. Obey God quickly. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Come on now, say amen. 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 Obedience is better than sacrifice. Pastor Godwell, you know that brother said this and that about me. Uh, I can't sit by him in the church. So when I come into the church, I'll find somewhere else. And I'm not going to talk to him for a while until my heart is healed. (laughs) No, your heart is, is defiled already. And your heart will never get healed until you decide to obey God and obey God quickly. But I don't feel like it. Who's talking about how you feel? Who's Who's talking about the way you feel? Because if we do things based on how we feel, we'll never obey God. I can tell you there are many times God tells me to do stuff and I don't feel like doing it. There are many times I don't feel like praying. There are many times I don't feel like fasting. There are many times I don't feel like giving. It's not what I feel. It's obeying God and obeying God quickly. Amen. Who's talking about how you feel? Your feelings fluctuate. Your feelings are up and down. If you're waiting to forgive someone because you want your feeling to get well and get... No, your feeling will never get well before you forgive. God loves... A prompt-to-do-it-giver. Now, think about, think about the word forgive. The prefix for. I-give. Give before they even ask you. Before you even offend me, I forgive you. No, no, nobody can offend me. You cannot offend me. I forgave you already. I forgave you before you even did anything. The Bible says, He that knew no sin was made, this, was made sin sacrifice that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Right? So what did Jesus do? He took your place. Right? Gave you righteousness when you didn't deserve it. You think you deserved it? Because you come from Africa? (laughs) Or because you come from Syria? Or you come from the Philippines? Or because you come from the USA? None of us deserved it. But he took our place. Before we asked him, he gave us. Come on now, say amen. Amen. I'm sure he gave you because you're from Cameroon. (laughs) Huh? Is that true? No, of course not. Definitely he gave you because you're from Zambia. Huh? No. He gave us before we even asked. Can someone say Amen? amen. Is this helping anyone here today? Yes. If you've been blessed, if you are being blessed, I can continue. But if you're tired, I'll stop. <laughs> Tell someone it's about, it's about my heart. Now let me finish. This is a, this is a, this is a this is a punch. The next one I'm going to read is the it's a punch. Look at verse eight. My 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 my. Look at verse eight. And God is able. I want say God is, able. God is able. What is God able to do? God's able to set you free today. What is God able to do? God's able to raise you up today. What's God able to do? God's able to turn your life 180 degrees. What's God able to do? God's able to bless your socks off. What's God able to do? God's able to give you that which you're asking for today. God's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask a finger according to the power that's at work on the inside of you. What's God able to do when they say you can't have a child? God said, no, you can have a child. When they say you're not going to make it, God said, no, you will make it. What is God able to do when they say you are the dumbest, you are the dumbest guy in the family, God says, no, the wisdom of God is on the inside of you. When they say it's not possible, God says it is possible. When they say the doors are closed, God says, no, I set before you an open door that no man can shut. When they say there is a bringing down, God says, no, there is a lifting up for promotion. Does not come from the east or the west or the south, but God is judge. He brings one down. He exalts the other. Can I prophesy to you today? Ah, oh, it is your season for exaltation. It is your season for promotion. It is your season to see the ability of God, the power of God, the grace of God. Every door that is closed i are declaring the name of Jesus that they are open from today in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on now. The doors are open. Come on now. The doors are open. May they swing open right in front of you. And you're going to walk through in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Ha, ha, ha. What is God able to do? God's able to lift you up. God's able to lift a man from the dunghill and make him a king. God's able to bring you out of a prison and put you in a palace. God's able to turn your life around. For when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like those that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. And they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Can I tell you today, it is your season to experience great, 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 great things. Tell three people, it's my season to experience great things great 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 what is god able to do god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think there is nothing impossible without god when men say it's not possible god says it is possible don't be afraid all things are possible if only you can believe Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him and He shall make it right. Come on, give the Lord praise. Give the Lord glory. Glory. My, 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 my God. My, my God. One moment the anointing to teach comes and the next moment the anointing to preach kicks in. Ah, you've got to understand that a lot of times, 60% of our ministration is prophetic. That we are prophesying. 60% is prophecy. Telling you what's coming. Telling you what's going to happen. Telling you that it's upon you. It's going to come up. It's going to happen. It's, gonna, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. <laughs> It is going to happen. Yes. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. And God is able. Tell five people God is able. Ha, ha, ha. God is able. Yes, God is able. God's able. God's able to make all grace. Every favor and every earthly blessing come to you. How? In abundance. In abundance. In abundance. The favor of the reign of God falling upon this church. The rain of God's favor falling upon your family. The rain of God's favor falling upon your business. The rain of God's favor falling upon your marriage. The rain of God's favor falling upon your children. The rain of God's favor falling upon everything that you do. Falling upon your personal life. For God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. 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 My God. Somebody is about to eat the good of this nation. Somebody. Somebody is about to eat the good of this land. Somebody. Somebody is about to eat the goodies of this land. Somebody in the house, somebody watching on the internet is about to eat He's about to enjoy. He's about to partake of the good of this land. Somebody here today. My God. Somebody's about to enjoy. Somebody's about to walk in a whole new level. Somebody's about to climb up to a whole new realm of glory. Somebody's about to walk in a place that they've never walked in. Somebody's about to step into new territories. Somebody's about to break new grounds. Somebody's about to take new territories. Somebody's about to step into places they never even thought they'll step into. Somebody's about to take new places. Somebody's about to take new areas. Somebody's about to open a new business. My God. Somebody's about to best the vision that God has placed on the inside of you that's been brewing, that's been cooking. It's time for that vision to be birthed. It's time for that purpose to be birthed. It's time for you to deliver that child. Amen. God's able. Top five people, God's able. Yay, yeah, glory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God is able. God is able. God is able. Yes. He God is able. 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 God is able.